I grew up in a small town, right? So like now I live in a big town. And the difference between living in a small town and a big town is beautiful people, right? Beautiful people are in big towns in big numbers, right? But if you live in a small town, everybody is fucking ugly. Everybody's ugly. Word. You have to deal with that shit all day, every day. So everybody's upset about living around ugly people. When you live in a big city, you get smacked in the face with pretty people randomly. You'll just be going to the grocery store and you see somebody beautiful and you'd be like, oh, and now I'll buy some bananas. But when you live in a small town, everybody's ugly and they got an opinion about it. You know what? That is so true. Do you remember how they used to draw people on cow and chicken? <laughs> That's what, like, if you live in Fayetteville, more than likely your neighbors look like cow and chicken characters. <laughs> but as soon as you move, get over to Charlotte, now everybody is like the people in the Powerpuff Girls. I'm just telling, a step away. I'm telling you, yeah. it really is like that. And and I don't even know if it's so much that people are, are uglier as you just don't get to see good looking people. So they feel uglier. You don't get a break. It's constant ugly. You but, Like if you live in a small town, there might be two good looking people. <laughs> One of them might be like 60. Wonder if I can sit in Wait, can I really sit in Welcome to the Less Than 10% Podcast. This is your producer, Culia Caesar. We got regular, etc. in Los Angeles. We got we got Bobby Drake out in Texas. And we also have who can hear us, but he can't speak right now because he's having some technical difficulties. We got the host formerly known as Gavel, who still has not come up with a name yet um, out in the DMV. So we're going to just jump right into it today. We're going to kick it right off. I saw this video come up on my timeline. Not sure if you guys are familiar with this man, um, this white man. Yes, and I have to say white man. I got to preface everything with white man. This white man named Little Dicky apparently made a video with a, a black man. And I must say that as well for all the people that don't know, a black man named Chris Brown. And I saw this video, and it was about Little Dicky switching bodies with Chris Brown for a day. Now, there were a lot of things wrong with this video. I mean, a lot. But I'm going to draw my attention to where there's a lyric that says, and I'm going to sum it up. Since I'm now Chris Brown, can I say nigga? <laughs> That's my favorite part of the song. And then he goes on to say nigga a bunch of times. Now, while this might seem cool for you, I thought about this. I don't listen to Little Dicky. And I'm almost certain a lot of black people, well, at least my age, don't listen to Dickie, Little Dicky. But you know who probably does listen to Little Dicky? A lot of them white kids. Did he just empower more white kids to say the N-word? Am I bugging out? Yes. More white people listen to Migos than black people. Is that so? No. Yes, it is. It, it, it isn't. Yes, it me, is. Me. Migos, no, it's more not. white people listen to Dr. Dre than black people. More white people listen to everything than black people. There's it's, more of them. Yeah, yeah. No, that's not what I'm saying, man. Don't, don't, don't give me that statistic. You yeah, know exactly what I mean. Stop, man. But, oh, well, well, that's what I was saying. That is a whole <laughs> pile of them. And they are out here niggering it up since the 60s. 
So like they've been hanging out on our music this whole time. And inside that song, it's 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 Chris Brown who's saying nigger. When he comes when he turns back to Little Dicky and Little Dicky is actually singing the music or the lyrics or whatever, he don't say nigger. But Here's was that a the, slick way to let white people say nigga because it's supposed to be little dicky? I don't think so. He said well, he could say nigga because he was a black guy. Here's the context I want to know that we don't have. When they were making this song, was it little dicky who suggested to Chris Brown that I think he say nigga as the if whole fucking song? And, and there's where the problem there, there is. There it is. There it is. There it is right there. Then there's no even discussion. Because of this little dick. Eminem wrote all them nigga songs for Dr. Dre, and he wrote that shit in there. Well, he ain't say it himself. I know, little dicky ain't say it himself. And here's the thing it, it sounds like I'm defending little dicky, and I ain't. And anyway, I feel like little dicky, like this guy, antagonizes black people with his music. Like, I feel like he always does like some cool shit right up to the level, and then does a, a little thing to, to fuck with you and go, ha ha. It's just jokes. And then you'd be like, man, that was that was racist. I've never listened to a little Dicky song in my life before today when I watched that video. Oh, Lil Dicky, he be rapping his his ass off. And I, that's the cool. first time I heard him was on a um a freestyle on Sway in the Morning. And he killed it. But then I feel like, like halfway through, he said some shit about bending over Michelle Obama. And I was like, well, yeah. Like, like he was grooving, right? And like everybody was digging his freestyle. And then he said that shit and everybody's like, whoa, 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 whoa. And he almost got the mic cut off. That is what little Dicky does. I feel like all the time. That's but why I feel know, like he's not for you. And he's not for me either. You know what, man? Well, that is I mean, just kind of like a a snippet of what you deal with, like when you're just going out with white people sometimes. Like you you're like, man, this is a cool dude at work and stuff. <laughs> but I wonder if I go to the bar with this guy if he's gonna wild out and say some racist shit. Like, so I don't want to be listening to music and still feel like that. Oh no. For real. Oh, there we go. There we go. Do we do we have uh, do we have the host formerly known as Gravel. Absolutely. All right. Ah, yes. He is here. Look at that. Look at that. So now, you want to weigh in on this? This video? Oh, absolutely. So I saw the video, and at first, it did. It kind of got under my skin. Just a little bit. And you know why it got under my skin? It's because I was imagining a white guy say it. And it really wasn't him saying it. It was Chris Brown saying it. It was Chris Brown's voice. Everything Chris about Brown Chris Brown video. saying it. And it was a pretend it was like him pretending it. And it was like, just how how come him just pretending could could get under my skin like that? Like how crazy way, is that Chris Brown somebody is pretending because I watched that video and Chris Brown acted like he did some acting. Because when when uh little Dickie had to act like he was Chris Brown, I don't know what the hell he was doing, but it wasn't interesting. No, Chris Brown but, pretending to be well, a white guy pretending to be Chris Brown was <laughs> Chris Brown. That's probably why Chris, you got so upset. Uh, it really did seem like oh, a white guy. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. And his niggas. Hold on, hold on. Did you just say that I'm mad because Chris Brown did a good job at playing Chris Brown? No, I'm saying you're mad because Chris no. Brown did a good job of playing Little Dicky. Right. 
And he's absolutely right about that. Like, if you think about it, you're upset because you're imagining him really being a white guy, like, in a black guy's body and saying it. Like, you're really upset because it's, it's – the concept is of a white man saying this word. And you're just mad about the concept. And then Chris Brown acted so well that it really looked like a white man jumped in a black guy's body and was saying it. So it got upset. It almost seemed like a real get-out moment. Like, everywhere inside that video, like, he said it to, like, some black dude. He said it to a maid. He said it to some police. He ran but, out into the street screaming niggas. And people I, I were, can't like, agree. I can't agree. I can't <laughs> it's agree. hilarious. Listen, I was That's super not why I'm angry, though. That's not why I'm angry, though. Because, like I said, I want to know the context behind that. Because either way, it's problematic for me. If it's Little Dicky who wrote it for Chris Brown, of course, that's obviously, that's one thing. But if Chris Brown thinks that a white person's number one thing is to want to say nigga, nigga, nigga on top of the other 38 stereotypes that he, <laughs> that, 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 that he dropped out there, like that's even more, that's just as problematic. Like there was how many, how many references to, to, to these dudes' penises was there in this video? I'm like, dude. Too many. It does, as a black man, I never think about how much a white man may possibly think about my dick. You know what? So, it's really hard for me to think about that because they bring I mean, it up a lot. Like, listen. whenever you be around white guys, they bring up your dick. Time out. To, <laughs> wait, time out, time out. To that extent, to that extent, the video opens up with a white guy literally talking about little Dickie's penis. Right. <laughs> right? Like, like, like I that think happens. that might be white culture to talk yeah, about. So, 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 so I have, I have officially, I have officially put that into my memory bank as something all white guys do on the regular to greet each other. Like they pretty much shake each other's hand and say, "Hello, Jacob. Hello, Hunter. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Let me see your dick." And that's how they start every fucking conversation. I'm convinced of it because that shit was weird. And then little Dicky. In the rap song, talks about his penis so goddamn much. Little Dicky talks about, about having penis is that, in all of his raps almost. Is that why he's called his Little Dicky? Little Dicky. Well, his name okay. is Little Dicky too. So, question for you guys then, and this goes even deeper into if this is what white and culture is, right? Where they always talk like about six foot six. If they're always talking about their dicks, right? Dude, there, there's no secret that white people know that black people have like a pretty tough time on this earth do they really think that it's like even because they assume that we all got big dicks i don't think they think that i think yeah i don't even think it's I close think they are just upset whenever we have anything right i that's think crazy. that's all it is even that's just disgusting. the idea of us having something that they don't have is upsetting that's crazy because right. even if i you feel were, like if, they, they are like trained to believe that they should have everything yeah. So they're like, what? True. Why do you got but, like even the shit with music and, and, and athletic talent? Like they be they be upset about that shit. This obsession with that kind of stuff kills me, right? Because even at the most obscure thing, like for example, porno. If you go to any porno site, the first thing that comes up all the time is like, you know, someone watching while a black dude had sex with his woman. And I'm just like, why? Who's getting? Why do people like this shit? Like, it's always on porn site. 
all the time. I think some stuff Listen, that we, nobody I won't, like, but like the guys who are like making the shit. Because <laughs> I'm convinced <laughs> that sometimes it just be somebody just trying to put people on to their nasty shit. I mean, it's it's <laughs> like it's like how there's so much um, hentai there's stuff. Some out strange there, things, you know, because somebody in Japan or some people in Japan really, really love that shit. And so they make tons of it and different versions and all of that. So, yeah, there's an audience for everything. So, I mean, I guess there is an audience for this little dicky shit. I know that I'm not it, but if you're <laughs> telling me, if you're telling me this is how little dicky just always is. Yo, like, and that I'm, I'm just getting to it. Borderline. He's always borderline. I can't fuck with you. He's always borderline. I can't fuck with you to me. So, like, it's it's not like, you know, like I really, Asher Roth or some other white rapper that I appreciate. Eminem. That's his persona. That's who but he's like, created. Yo, Little Dicky is like always just close enough to getting punched in the face with his lines to me. Yeah, that, that's, that's, that's pretty I'm much how you, I felt watching that watch, video. Go, like, if you leave this conversation and you go watch some Little Dicky YouTube videos today or tomorrow or some other doom day of your life where you submit yourself to that tragedy you're gonna see the same shit it's gonna be like damn he's rapping in oh shit that was a nice what the fuck was that nah fuck you little diggy over and over also yeah. i didn't like the fact that like for little dicky to be in chris brown's body even though it was chris brown rapping as if he was little dicky in his own body there was all of the stuff that he was doing was straight stereotypes but when it was a white person, the joke was, hey, you can walk around without being discriminated against. That rubbed me so bad. Okay, now, now, I'll say this. I'll say this, right? One, let's not forget this. Chris Brown whooped Rihanna's ass, right? That happened. We all saw it. Oh, Everybody yeah. remembers that, right? So I have no sympathy for a man who says, I can't walk around without being scrutinized for my past, right? Like you, you get Correct. no sympathy from me over here. With that said, Chris Brown's an amazing fucking dancer, y'all. He was killing that shit. I hated well, that. that I liked that he was a good dancer. He's you know like what? fucking R. Kelly the thing too, by the way. Yeah, but R. Kelly had a cult of women. I really can't fuck with R. Kelly no more. <laughs> like yo, I, I, I knew he peed on the girl, and I still got Chocolate Factory, and I still fucks with that shit heavy, right? But after I found out that he was kidnapping women, I can't do it, man. I can't fuck with him. I can't do it. You can't kidnap women and then have a gospel album. This is what I'm saying. Aaliyah when like, she was 15 years old. Right. It's. I mean, I there's nothing know. else to say. There's really. I don't know. There's no. Can't on that man. Can't really Listen, man. Shit about R. Kelly. Unless you're talking about a song, R. Kelly's horrible. Yeah, he's he's a, he's a terrible. He's a, he's a pretty he's a awful human person. being. Yo, he's a fucking scumbag. That dude has been a pedophile, a famous pedophile. Right. For decades. He's off still the... pulling in young girls in the 2000s. The 2017s, even. That is insane. Insane. Ridiculous. So is that the price of fame? <laughs> is that the price of talent? The more talented you... Oh, yeah, it is. It is. The more talented you are, the more fucked up shit you probably got going on behind closed doors. 
or in front of closed doors. <laughs> I, overall, man, I thought it was uh, interesting. It's still a pretty good song. It was interesting. I, I don't know. It ain't for me. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and when, pop uh, and like, when Chris Brown says, oh, shit, I got a kid, and like the next 45 seconds of music sounds good as hell. He harmonized I'm that nigga so well that I thought I would find it. I'm, that's how I feel sometimes. I'll be like, I'm that nigga. Yeah. So there are parts of that song that I really enjoy, but uh, you know, oh, shit. it ain't for me. He did harmonize the shit out of that. I think that's my problem. Is that <laughs> listen, and then and now and now you bring it to the ultimate point. Who am I more mad at? Am I mad at Little Dicky? Am I mad at Chris Brown? Or am I mad at myself? I'll tell you right now, motherfucking Kylie Jenner. That bothered me so bad that, it, <laughs> that a thing ended with her. Like, oh man. Even if I wanted to like the video, you ended with Kylie Jenner? Oh yeah, I forgot that Kylie Jenner was on the end of it yeah, with that, some that. type of masturbation joke. I was like, yeah. The whole yeah, end of weird. the video was trash. Wasn't DJ Khaled on there or something? And Ed Sheeran, and Ed Sheeran, yeah, yeah. Everybody that he turned into after that was the worst. Uh, and I thought, didn't the, so the video say that culture. the curse is broken, so he gets to turn back to himself? So what does that mean? Chris Brown is cursed too. He's going through other people's bodies. That was just a bad ending to the movie. Yeah, that, it got weird. Also, I think I saw Freaky Friday, and it was not like that. Was there a, like a racist Chinese shit at the beginning of Freaky Friday? Oh yeah, there was a racist Chinese shit at the beginning of this video. Yeah, yeah, I about forgot to... about that. Yeah, oh. I went back and listened to the Sailor Moon joint. I mean, Ronald was pretty adamant that 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 Taylor's not Taylor's. Oh, that was disrespectful to Sailor Moon. That Sailor Moon was the best theme song ever. For, for an anime or ever? Period. And he said it without hesitation. I still say no. The lyrics are inspiring, what? harmonious, and, uh, you know, um, aspirational. Um, the way that the melodies come in, they challenge you to be great. It's a, mm. it's, it's a great thing. She is the one named Silver Moon. I, kn- I, know, I know that you guys have, uh, well, regular have a few years on me but dude let's there's no way that the sailor moon theme song could be better than the pokemon theme song it it, it is almost untouchable that pokemon theme song is yeah even the, the visuals are just it's amazing uh, i was hoping nobody would say pokemon <laughs> <laughs> because i love the pokemon theme for the same reason I, you you know, I think might actually be better. That is one of the more inspirational. The thing is, from. here's the thing. All right. So the Pokemon theme is about like fighting your fears and becoming the greatest you. You know, uh, I feel like the difference is. Hmm, I don't know. I don't even know if I can. I can't do this fight. <laughs> play the Pokemon theme. I just can't do that shit. <laughs> I was about to say, I can't. Mm, Bobby got you. He got me good. Bobby got you. Bobby got you there, baby.
article here is uh, it's a New York Times article just released. Uh, extensive data shows punishing reach of racism for black boys. It's by Emily Badger, Claire Kane Miller, Adam Pierce, and Kevin Queeley. So, um, in short, what this data is showing is basically they did a they did a a study to see if black boys of the same so, uh, social economic status as white boys, they went from very rich, like born into a rich family in a rich neighborhood, all the way down to very poor, you know, fathers in the home, extended family, all of these different things. If given the same exact circumstances, how did they turn out? And spoiler alert, a black man with a bachelor's degree has the likelihood to make just as much as a white boy who only had a GED. So it really is, in short, debunking the myth that it's uh, really uh, your economic status that holds people back, but it's showing that also race plays a factor. And there's a lot of interesting things I don't want to take over. I just want to hear you guys' Uh, points because I have a whole lot of points from this article is really 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 not I wouldn't say enlightening but more so confirming it was a confirmation of a lot of things that I think black people just know but it just feels good that there's some data to back it up so I'll let you guys get at it and I, I have a thousand things to say about it well, I thought there was a lot of, um, obviously, you know, negative things. And I mean, we're going to talk about a lot of those, but I would like to um, share something positive. There was a, a, a stat that alluded to the fact that when black fathers are present, they are less likely to be in low poverty neighborhoods. Um, and so the stat is um, saying the share of children living in low poverty neighborhoods with many fathers present, 63% are white kids and 4% are black kids. So I thought that was very interesting, right? The fact that when the black father is around, it doesn't say necessarily the level of the education that the father has, but you know, any level of education that the father has when he's around, bode better for the family. I thought that was pretty interesting, but I'm here to hear what y'all have to say as well. Eh, I think mm. that the only thing that I really saw that was eye-opening in the article was all the cool graphics um, <laughs> already really familiar with a lot of this information um i didn't i didn't know a lot of the things about like the propensity um like out of like three thousand people like how many um poor people how many of them will become rich people and i thought little stats like that were cool to see but I mean, I don't know. I'm in my 30s and I've been a black guy this whole time. And uh, I've been watching it go down all around me this whole time. Um, I'm also pretty familiar with a lot of these stats. So, Well, not these stats, but stats like these. I went to a PWI. So so my question then would be for, um, for anybody, right? How do y'all see this manifesting itself in like in your everyday life? Well, I think so. The point that you just that you made earlier, um, uh, Q, was 
you were talking about just the presence of a black father. What I thought was interesting in here, and I didn't really think about it until I saw this study, and then I thought about it in my own life. It was like, yo, that's absolutely the truth. It says, other fathers in the community can provide boys with role models and mentors, researchers say, and their presence may indicate other neighborhood factors that benefit families like lower incarceration rates, blah, blah, blah. In short, it goes on to say, I don't want to just, you know, read it word for word, but even if it's not your own father who's present in your life, if there are fathers in the community, then those black boys tend to do better. And not only just black boys, even white boys who are fatherless, uh, you know, quote unquote, because everyone came from some man. Um, and that's just something I never, I didn't give too much thought to it. My mother was essentially a single mother, but, um, you know, it's not like I don't know my father or anything like that, but my mom raised me primarily. And it's true. Like, I, I really think about the different influences, like uncles and people from church and things like that. And they they definitely ha have had a positive impact on my life. Um, so I think that it was good to see that this study kind of made that distinction that it doesn't necessarily have to be a traditional home. It's just boys need a father figure, whether they get it from their own father or someone else it's still going to be essential to their, to their progress and development. Oh, I, well, I grew up with my father um, and I grew up in a neighborhood where all the kids who had, all the kids had their dad and we were all black as shit. Um, uh, I feel like I do remember how like, um, like the kids from the neighborhood around the corner, like, so like we lived, like right next to, I guess the projects. Um, and so like all those kids would stream out of there and come to play basketball with my dad, my friend's dad, other people's dads. Like they would come from around the corner to do all types of stuff. You know that like um, whenever my dad was working on a car or something, you just see these kids come down and then they start talking to my dad. He'd show them how to do something with a car. Stuff like that happened all the time. All right, well, you know, so the other side of that shit is I did not grow up with my dad, and it was not a lot of dads around. Most of my friends did not grow up with their fathers. In fact, the ones that did were weirdos. <laughs> you know, when they would say, what you doing this weekend? You know, me and my dad are going to go, you and your dad are going to go do what? <laughs> y'all going fishing? What, what the fuck y'all going fishing? What the fuck you mean? You and your dad's going fishing. You mean he just don't take you to go buy some sneakers? And drop you off, <laughs> like <laughs> I thought that's what dads did, and shit, you know, like and, and so that shit was eye opening for me when I realized that black dudes had fathers, you know, and and a lot of black dudes had fathers. Like that shit was weird as hell. Like so that's something I was not used to. And then I, one of the other stats that really jumped out to me was um this one about marriage that white families that make eighteen thousand a year are marrying at the same percentage as black families from the top 1%, which is around a 43% rate. That shit is crazy to me. But I knew it, but I knew it, but I didn't know it was I know, like I know those black people, so it ain't that wild to me. I didn't know it was like that. Like, I knew white people got married at a clip, you know, just on some shit that white people do. White people get married. 
but goddamn, they get married. Few people that we graduated with are doctors and lawyers right now, and they're single as hell. And you both make, or they're married to a white man, or they're married to a white man. I think you both make a great point, and it speaks to another statistic that was in that study, and it said that for the same study, black girls don't have a gap like black boys do to white boys. So black girls to white girls are almost on par with if they were born and raised in the same conditions, then they basically make the same amount of money. Oh, and yeah, you know what that, that is? That was pretty cool. But, but you know why I think that is? Because in America, women do not marry down. So if you're a rich black woman born into a rich community, you are going to marry a rich man, whether he's black or not. Because oh, it is not it is not acceptable for you to go and marry some man, even if he has just as much education as you, who's not making that much money. That's just not what we do in this country. Mm-hmm. That's why I think that it's on par for the for the women, no matter where they're born, because poor women are going to marry a man that's just slightly richer than them. And a rich woman is going to marry a man who's just slightly richer than her. And it just it just happens and happens and happens and happens. And that's why it's not a gap, because they don't marry down. At least that's my theory. Very interesting. That's a good theory, man. Men marry down all the time. That's a great theory. Men men marry down all the time. And and I was thinking about that very hard today, man, because that perplexed me so much. Like you said, it's like, why is the gap so big for, like, why can we have two degrees and make as much as someone who didn't finish a bachelor's degree. How? How does the that thing work? about the being, getting rich and still being as likely to go to prison as someone who's poor was one of the stats that I was like, yeesh, get the F out of here. Well, you know, that didn't surprise me after, after that shit happened with the Harvard professor. And um, Wesley Snipes. Ogletree. Well, Ogletree, yeah, when the cops yeah. arrested him. Yeah, man. Like, yo, that, that made that made it very clear. It don't matter how much education, you know, like Kanye said, like like so many of the right things in this world that are said by rappers, even if you in a Benz, you're still a nigga in a coop. One more thing, and then I'm done with the article. <laughs> as far as what I what I noticed. You um, know what I thought was interesting? And I didn't think about this, but I'm sure an economist or anybody who's much more versed in uh, economy than me probably realizes is they were saying how as the times have changed, people with lower income are now in the service industry because there's no more factories. But the article is saying that because of the perception that people have of black men, that's why they can't make a living in the service industry. Right. In the service industry. And I was like, man, I never made they, they that turn connection. Turn us into these big, scary monsters that nobody wants to get, you know. Plus, there's that thing where, you know, people kind of want you to act like an Uncle Tom almost, which, you know, nobody with any decent dignity is going to go out of their way to be that extra. A lot of people don't know how to put on that, that white voice. I even have a white laugh gotta be careful out here man oh wait wait now we gotta hear the white laugh what's the white laugh
do it again. <laughs> oh man, God, that's rich. Conspiracy theories. Uh, regular, would you like to kick this one off? Um, so here's my thing about um, conspiracies. I've recently really been getting into the flat earth model and all of the YouTube videos that proclaim it's uh, it's real and that it's uh, what the earth is about. You know, we uh, we live under a dome and uh, the the moon and the sun are like 3000 miles away, you know, and the earth is like 6000 miles across. And somehow that makes sense to those guys. And um, I enjoy watching the videos and 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 watching like the attempts to create things from from just a first graders understanding of how the world works. You know, like it's like it's like if you don't know how an airplane gets into the air and then you ask the first grader how it works. That's what all those flat earth videos feel like to me. Like they know that things are heavy. They know that water is wet. You know that it, <laughs> like, you know, like they know ups and downs and then they go, well, how, how could that work? No, that's fake. And, and you just, man, there's hours of these videos. It's, I can't get enough of the shit. It's fascinating. So now for the flat earthers, right? I think my whole problem with them is, it almost feels like they've never been on a plane before. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, 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 you know, I mean, the thing it's is... It's a whole internet, ass different sky down there. I mean, sky. listen, right? So I'm saying, right, when you're on the ground for 100% of your life, the earth could look a certain way. It could always look flat, right? The only curves you could ever see are a hill. Maybe some mountains in the distance, right? I'm going to assume that none of these flat earthers have ever been on a plane anywhere. But Just even anywhere. if you got on a plane, if the windows aren't big enough, you might not be able to see the curvature. Okay. Let's say they've never been in the air. You're on the you're in the water though. Yeah, how I don't know how explain? people if, if you've been in the ocean, I don't right. know how. I don't Come know on. how you don't know the earth isn't round. If you've been like out in the ocean. Well, um, um, I've never been out in the ocean. I don't swim. I want to make that one hundred percent clear. Oh, so I'm talking about I'm not, you got to take a boat out. Oh to yeah, the... I've been I've been in the boat in the ocean. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You could yeah. definitely, man. You can't like I feel like that way and like being like jumping out of an airplane or something like that, or or being in the in the cockpit of an airplane. Those are like the two ways you can easily see the curvature just with your eyeball. Right. If if you're standing on a dock, let's say you're still on the land, you 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 don't want to go in the water. Sitting all on of a the sudden dock you see <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden you see a boat coming up from the horizon. How could you explain not being able to see it before? Right. You're seeing it <laughs> gradually come up. If the earth well, was not round. Well, I have so many examples. The part it, it's, it's, of it's the just world crazy. is flat thing, like it falls apart when like the people make it too religious, but like the, the, the ones that are most fun are the guys who try to like invent science around the flat earth. And that's, <laughs> that's, those are my favorite videos. I think the best, I think the best one I ever saw was 
the one where the dude was like, if the earth is round, how could the drum beat like this? <laughs> and he was so... <laughs> <laughs> I saw one where a guy had a yoga ball and he poured water on top and he was like, now explain that. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, I'll tell you one conspiracy that I do believe in uh, wholeheartedly, without a shadow of a doubt. People, the human being, the U.S. citizen, the American, the Russian, the we ain't never been to the moon, ever. All right. I, 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 I we've 100% never been to the moon. We've never been to the moon. We've there we go. Been to the moon. Never. We've not been why to the moon that? ever. Never. Um, why, why haven't we gone again? Why haven't we explored any even further than the moon? Like those yeah, are the, been the to, things that we would if do we've been now. To the moon, if we had been to the moon, we would have a colony on the moon right now. Like, why the fuck would we what? skip? Hell no, why? we wouldn't. It's nothing Talk. out there. It's dangerous as shit. It's so, the same so let me ask you something. Colonies inside volcanoes. It's dangerous. No, so the, no, no. Wait, time out. So let me ask you something. Okay. We gonna colonize Mars before we colonize the moon? We the place that we already Mars been either. and stepped on. We but we already yeah. plan to colonize. Okay, I'm sorry. Go go. Colonize Mars unless some rich people. Go ahead, gavel. Go ahead, gavel. The reason we ain't gone to the they moon definitely... is because nobody want to spend money to send people to the moon for nothing. No, they definitely plan. They definitely plan to colonize Mars. That is a thing that's happening. That They're happen. actually, yes, they are. They're actually testing how to grow things on Mars right now, so that they can send people there and have them live there and actually build these little capsules and colonize Mars and start to grow things in the ground there, and create essentially like a, a dome with the atmosphere for how these plants to live in. In a super radiated soil sample that's what they're working on now you it, just look it up next thing is we've never it, it nothing's impossible for women. i mean you, you can't grow something in a radio, like a grow a plant inside a radioactive soil like what it's what no um, is it our soil that now. you can do that here now on earth it doesn't mean that the the plant will be healthy you can do that now but the thing about it is, is being able to do that and make healthy plants that you, that are edible and that you can actually use to sustain uh, a community. Mm. Um, going back to the moon thing, that's never happened. We haven't done anything past space stations. We haven't gone to the moon again. You don't think that people will want to research what the moon is, what's inside the moon, what's on the dark side of the moon. You don't think anybody will want to know those things? I think it's really I hard to get to the moon. And motherfuckers ain't willing to put up this. How? How was it hard to get to the moon if we went there in the goddamn sixties? Because because we created locomotion in this country, and we're still the furthest behind when it comes to that. Went out, and white people was nervous about sending ships across the water, and they knew shit was out there. How? No, that's bullshit. Spend the money. There's no way it's, we went to the moon in the 60s and have not gone back okay. once. Q, Q, now, let Q, me, let, Q, let wait, me. wait, wait a second. It's the same exact thing. We started locomotion. We created locomotives, but we're still the furthest behind out of any country that's developed, quote unquote, when it comes to our railway system. You're talking about but that's because the railway system the is, is slow here. as hell. We don't need the railway system. That it's it's a wasted development when you are trying to develop things like like a hyper train or a no. Or, but they're or, not developing it because there's not money in it. No company wants to take the risk of being that first company that has to uh, 
create the bullet train between Austin and Dallas because it's way too much money and resources wasted, wasted because uh, technology, which was created so we can make life easier, isn't for making life easier anymore. It's about what's going to make people money now. And going to the moon with all of the fuel and resources that it requires is just people just aren't willing to... Look at how the president is cutting... Before before the 2000s, there wasn't even private rocket takeoffs and shit happening. So that meant that some white guys in Congress had to vote on people going back to the moon. Vote on spending millions of dollars on fuel... When what when 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 did we send people? We we went to Vietnam after that. We went we got into the Cold War after that. We went to Iraq. Like there was mad reasons why white guys would go. No, we're not going to spend that money to go to the moon. We've already been to the moon. What are you talking about? We we get NASA like so nobody a year. And so, so nobody, no other yeah, country. And so I'm about to say so no other country wants to go. Fuck us. If we showed that you could go, we was in a goddamn race with the Russians. You mean to tell me the Russians? Where's all the countries that sent sent um probes to Jupiter like us? Huh? How come Japan is the only other nation that's really sending shit in outer space? Everybody else could go. Russia barely sent any probes out. It's because motherfuckers don't want to put up the the scratch. Way too much. Nah, I I I don't go for it. Sorry. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not feeling. Oh, sorry. I'm not, not going for it. I'm not. I'm okay. not feeling that there's not enough money. Bullshit. I see funny okay. money every day. Millions yeah. of funny money. So listen Millions to this. Funny money. There's no reason that that, that couldn't happen. So consider this. I don't know. For the fact white guys yelling about shutting down NASA every day. You trying to tell me they was hype? They getting hype about going back to the moon for nothing? That's because they, they can't. They to the moon now. That's because they can't. That's why NASA, they don't want NASA around because what is NASA going to be used for? They can't go to the moon. That's why NASA can go. Think about it. Everything all has of become the, less expensive since then. Less expensive. All of like the resources. Like for material-wise, research-wise, man hours, everything that went in the first launch can be used for the second launch and be and be helped, right? But that has never what happened. The whole thing with how come they got rid of the Saturn V rocket? Do we know? I don't. I have no clue. I but we no sent we sent rockets out all rocket the time. Never made. And oh, you know what it is? It got destroyed in the in the takeoff, and they had to rebuild it all over again. And they were like, nah. That's so we can the go big to the moon, deal right? is about this whole SpaceX shit, how they can reuse the rockets. Just so we can go to the moon, right? Just think like, about people this. Can't even, like, people can't even get past our space stations. Like, yo, so, check it out. So, like, you know how long it took for them to build the goddamn uh, uh, Empire State Building or whatever? It didn't take that long, but I'm saying, like, imagine... Someone building some shit for two years and then they shoot it off into the sky and then it crashes back out into the ocean, a piece of trash. So then they got to rebuild this hundred million dollar thing again, reapply all those workers again, reapply all that fuel again, retest all that equipment again. Like, yo, it's not as easy as you say. Yeah, you're, you're losing but me on how much money. Yeah, you're losing me on, on the money aspect of this shit. But it is. Like, if the money aspect is why y'all are, are defending 
us man, hasn't been to the moon and not going back, then fuck that. I'm secrets. trying to make a point. I, didn't, I, had, I had the same school books that kids went to school with in the 70s and the 90s. And you're telling me that people are hyped to spend money on something? Yes. Here's my that argument. they don't believe in? Here's my argument. From just a, a, a basic, man, like, logistics standpoint, you really think that every country in the world would accept and corroborate, right, with the fact that just think about how much paperwork alone it would take for us to, to make all of these scientific studies, for us to put all this stuff in all of these kids' textbooks, for, for no one to ever find out if it was, if it was uh, fake or not. Just think of all of the paperwork that it would take in man hours for, for us to look at <coughs> hidden figures. So that never happened. And the woman who, we were the, the woman who came up with the, the algorithm world. to get man on the moon. Everybody else couldn't really afford to sink that kind of cash into that type of program. So what is hidden figures? Did, was it just bullshit? What was she doing? Dude, it would figures, take too much co collaboration for all of the world to hide this from people. And for what? For what? Because they wanted America to win. That was the narrative. Not the rest it, of the world. It, won. it wasn't about the rest of the world. Who's cooperating this in the West of the world? It is. America said is. that we did it. We no, put it, it on is. TV and everybody believed it. Because little kids in India are still learning the in their textbooks that America was the, people, the only country. The people saw a rocket go up into the sky. They didn't see no rocket land on the goddamn moon. No, there were other nations that tracked the rocket, go all the way up to the moon and come back. Was Russia one of them? Um, Russia wasn't yeah. the only one. Germany was one of them also. Yeah. So was Japan. Um, so was Italy. Um, UK. A lot of those access powers. It was a big deal, man. Dude, you really think that if Russia, during the Cold War, had concrete evidence... That, and you got to think about, that, like, that it, was, it was a battle of two people trying to create the same thing from scratch. They couldn't bite off of our rockets, and we couldn't bite off of their rockets. And it just so happened that our rockets were beating theirs. Like, we were having, like, better tests and shit, and we were having actual takeoffs. They were having like horrible, horrible tragedies of, of cosmonauts that they trained for years burning up inside of a fucking spaceship. Like it was a really tough thing. I don't know. I watch a lot of these videos and stuff uh, like documentaries of different nation space programs and like their failed rocket attempts in the 40s and 50s and 60s. Everybody was trying to do it, but only a couple. It was like, how could I describe this? It was like. If everybody was trying to invent an Xbox One, you know, out of there scratch. wasn't even an Atari yet. Yeah, like so, Man. somebody got on the path to Xbox on. One, but everybody else was making like toasters and shit. No, no, for real. Why no, stop. Not, you look at those videos nope. of other nations' rockets. I want, rockets, you, to go, I want you to go look. Nope. I want you to go and look at who produces rockets. Go look at who produces rockets. We don't produce rockets. We don't produce rocket grains. We don't produce any of that stuff. All that stuff. Grains. You don't. How do you think we get? How do you think we get to um uh to 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 break the plane? How do you think we get to outer space? We need rocket grains and rocket fuel, right? We don't produce those things. What are rocket grains? That's all. It's it's a part of rocket fuel. That's I'm what you do. We don't, make we, don't, we don't produce oh, grain that turns into no. fuel. No, we don't. But we you don't. Know, that. The, well, 
Aren't you a scientist? I thought the new rockets don't yes. even use rocket fuel the same way anymore. They use the new the new type of rockets. It's That's a rocket grain. On the back. There's a rocket grain in this rocket fuel. That's what I'm saying. We don't we don't have we don't we don't have methods to produce these rockets. All the methods to produce these rockets are foreign made. They're for foreign instructions, foreign procedures. And, and how to produce a proper rocket. But you think that we're the ones who went to, to outer space first? We can't even produce proper rockets. We were the ones who produced the proper rockets. That's what you believe. Well, then we, why, are they, why, why are they, why, why, why are they not why disproving that? We, like we, got, we got the Boeing planes and shit with rockets on them. With like secret rocket technology. And that's I, our I, shit. I, I, hey, listen about this. I guarantee it was about breaking bread, right? What if, what if, what if, what if all the wealthiest families were like, "Hey, shut up! America's going to be first. I break you off a piece of bread. You all, all you guys, shut up and go with it." What happened if that happened? What, what, what about if that all happened? the scientists who count up, do the math? Someone breaks what? them off bread. Someone broke you off yeah, bread. And you somebody, count up rocket science somebody, and you do the math you know, on how rockets take off. Have you ever heard, oh, have you ever heard, have you ever heard of firewall? Have you ever heard of firewall? You get firewall employees. They could believe that they're creating this, this doing this math. They could believe that all this stuff is happening. But the math is checking out the whole time, right? You could, yeah, math can check out. All you have to do is make the numbers check out. It doesn't act like all you have to do is manipulate it where it would check out. It and so you could do checks and checks and checks, but it will always check out if you manipulate it properly. It's just, it's just how you set up the problem. So you could essentially implant an answer before you even set up the problem. Talk about it. Because the thing is, when you're doing these equations, there's always variables. And all you would have to do is set a variable as a constant to make the equation always work. And that constant can be something that is controlled by X rocket company or X government. And how do you continue? How do you continue to step on the neck of the next person who does the math so that they don't see that hole? You kill them because that happens all the time. Remember, they did kill Galileo. Um, Galileo? Galileo wasn't up on G. What you mean? He was the one that continued the whole, the earth ain't flat, you know, or no, not the earth ain't flat, but the, the earth revolves around the sun, and they killed him for that. I thought they killed him for the other thing. What was the other thing? Uh, all the other shit he was doing. He was a whole. Uh, well, they um, just were saying he's a blessing that he I mean, just, you know, that he went against and all so things. He religion. died in the jail, right? He died because he drank poison. In jail? Yeah. Anyway, I just don't understand how the whole scientific global community, especially considering we had a Cold War, would agree to this story that America made it to the moon and never tried to disprove it. That's just crazy. We, we can't agree on basic stuff, human decency right. stuff it's with the UN. People keep on what? going back into the thing naked and alone and still coming back with the same stuff over and over is the part where I, I go, how don't think like the conspiracy has to be that, that big or it, it really is outer space. People still believe 9-11. They still believe that. Still believe it. All over the world. And that was in front of people's eyes right here. So just imagine if I'm in the it's I'm in the 60s and you're you're watching uh black and white TV 
or listening to the radio and I'm just spewing you a whole story. Um, well, I mean, what wait, are you going to so what, what do you mean people believe 9-11? People think that the Afghanis or the Iraqis or whatever brown people in the Middle East did it. Exactly. Oh, well, yeah. Well, I thought you were going to say that like something didn't crash into those buildings. No. Oh, no. Something crashed into them. Something totally crashed into those buildings. Yes. And there was bombs in the buildings. And there yes. was people on the yes. planes. Yeah, and it was people on the plane because I'm like yes. when that shit happened, it was somebody who was in my unit whose whose mom died. But for them, but here, for them to trick you into believing that they found these uh, these uh, hijackers' passports in rubble, right? But they didn't oh, yeah. find black no, boxes. I, I didn't believe stuff that. like that. It's, but, it's but, kind of but, like the guy, the Christopher Dorner dude. Who they they who they 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 burned alive inside that cabin and found his wallet with his identification yeah, intact. Supposedly yeah. was and, and right. they were gonna go. Yeah, that was him in there. So we burned him. Now you can't really tell that it's him, but that was totally him in there. And then yep. well, you go. Mm-hmm. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but the 9/11 one. I just watched this uh, documentary a couple years ago. Just the physics of it, the way that the building fell. There was just yeah. there, there's just Impossible. way too many scientists and like physicists and people who are good at all of these kind of things like who are like there's no way that structurally that building could have collapsed down on itself without like falling to the side or right yeah absolutely not no way I, I, I was in was New York in 2011 when uh, that earthquake hit mm-hmm. and I was like on the ninth floor. Mm-hmm. And our building was wobbling. Right. So how could so two planes I, hit? I would top? imagine if two planes hit the same side of a building. Right, right. Know, I would think, um, I don't know, something, something. I don't, I wouldn't think it would collapse inward. But I don't know shit about architecture like that. I'm I don't know if you buildings got Amazon are Prime? built that way so that super huge buildings collapse inward. But that doesn't seem like... Real light. You got Amazon Prime? Yeah. I, I'm a, I'm about to I'll find it tonight and I'll send it to you. You watch it tonight. And it's nothing but it's pretty objective. Whereas a whole well, bunch I'm of I'm not a person who doesn't and, believe that 9-11 wasn't a big oh yeah, yeah. Like but, I feel like you know, I feel like some of it was real and most of it was fake. Like I feel like those planes really flew into the shit. And there yeah. was really people in those planes. And, like, I believe that shit. And I believe those buildings really got crashed into. But I think all those buildings had bombs in them. And I think maybe some of them planes had bombs in them. Well, the fact that they tried to hide that there were no weapons of mass destruction until it got to the point where there was no way that you could hide that there weren't any, that tells you right there, like, there's Well, the thing there. about that part was they was already going to send us over there. They've been training us yeah. to go over there and fight that whole time. Like we already knew that we were going out. We we had already been given desert gear. All type of shit was going on. Well, and shit, y'all just didn't. Know. Y'all yeah, just did not. You did you not. weren't in the service then, were you? I came in in two thousand in June. Oh wow! Damn. 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 <laughs> That's Whoa. like the worst time to have going in. Shit. That's crazy. So they well, had all you that. know they were gearing you. Thank guys you for up your for service already. <laughs> 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 yeah, I was in for like a year 
and then uh, I got I got a duty station in um, in Germany um, inside an infantry unit, and then 9/11 happened, and then it was like full scale deployment all the time. Man, you kind of went in there in a pretty horrible time. Well, depend, well, you know. Thank you for your now. service. There's people still going. We're still at war right now. Right now. Yeah. Yo. I'm talking about. All right, I got. John. What What other names did you come up with for for yourself, um, Gavel? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Gavel so, 3.0. Yeah, Gavel 3.0. Um, we got a the name. The name is Bishop Daga. Bishop Daga. <laughs> Daga. All right. What else? Bishop Daga. Daga um, like D A G A. D A G G A. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what is this, a dance hall artist? Right, I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> Mania, you know, Bishop Daga. Nah, 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 nah. That's not how Bishop Daga would come on. Bishop Daga would have to sing it. It's Bishop Daga. Like, that's how he would come on every time. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, by the way, they're going free Buju in December. Word? Who's you about to? Oh shit! What? Is he really getting out? No fucking way. Yeah, my man Gargamel <laughs> back on these streets come December. <laughs> Gargamel, fuck you, nigga. That's his real name. <laughs> his real name is Gargamel. Like the sleeve yeah. from the Smurfs. Yeah. Gargamel. Oh shit! What are the other names you got, Gavel? Deuce. I got Deuce. Um. Okay. I got Duke Justice. Duke Justice. I like that. Duke Justice is pretty dope, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I like that. Yeah. Duke Justice. So, that's uh, like, what's his like name? Race Bannon. Bannon from <laughs> yeah. Like one one yeah. yeah. It, is, it is just it is. like Race Bannon. Yep. Yeah, I think that one's going to stick. I think we uh, <laughs> I think we threw that mud on the wall and it, it, might, it might just stay up there. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like it. I like it. So, so, so Gavel is now Duke Justice. Duke. Duke Justice. Duke. Right. Duke. Duke. I can dig it. I can dig it. All right. You got to end that on some black exploitation music. Ooh. Right. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, like some shit from like. Get your Bruno yeah. Mars exploitation on. We talk, we talk uh, about like it's like, going viral. <laughs> we talking about like Push It Man or, or like some real like Dolomite type shit. Dolomite. I'm talking just instrumental, baby. No words. No words. Right. Just instrumental. All right, we'll end it on some black sports. Mm-hmm. 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 All right. Well, let's close it out. Who wants to close it out? Okay, that's me again. Okay. So I did it last week. I was, I was like, hey, man, I did it last week. All right. So on behalf of regular, etc., the new and improved Duke Justice. Bobby Drake and yours truly, Killius Caesar. This has been the Less Than 10% Podcast. We'll see y'all next week. Peace. Peace. And I'm going to have my mic working. (laughs) For For the whole time this time, yeah. For the whole time.